Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Brookside Podcast, where we build up courage, relationships, and community by sharing the light for those walking through the darkness. I'm Mark Pearson, your host, and sadly, I am not joined by my son and co-host Kyle this time. He will be back in future episodes. He's been extremely busy with school and, as he calls it, honing his craft, and he certainly is doing a great job with that. We're so proud of him. So we look forward to seeing you next time around, bud. First, I wanted to start by saying thank you to everyone who's continued to follow this podcast and the Brooks Light website, the Facebook page, and Brooks' own Instagram that she started many years ago. And uh, we still have her original content up there. So uh, all that can be found on brookslight.org. So thank you again for following us. Despite of our um, hiatus that we had since April, we're getting behind the mic and refiguring out how to uh, bring you the, the content that you've been looking for. Many folks have reached out to us during this uh, brief break and uh, asking, hey, so when's the next uh, episode of the podcast coming out? Well, coming up soon, coming up soon. Sadly, I uh, we, we allow too many things to get in the way, and I kind of look at it as, well, the Lord hasn't given me the, the direction I needed, and uh, funny thing about that. So I went and recorded this podcast last night, and I have a separate room that I uh, record these podcasts in. And spent all this time on it. I thought it was a really good podcast. And then when I went to compile it and compile it in GarageBand, it lost the file. It corrupted it. I was like, oh my God. So I decided to say, you know what? This is, I need to keep this going. I'm not going to allow this to uh, derail me. So I moved the mic into my kitchen. So that's where I'm recording today. And uh, it was actually a good thing because then I got to sleep on it. So today is uh, November 18th, 2021. It's a special day. It is um, national, um, well, not national. It's Children's Grief Awareness Day. People may be wondering, well, what is that, right? It's not one of those other national donut day things. No, it's this one's, uh, this one's really important. So, um, Children's Grief Awareness Day is designed to help us all become more aware of the needs of, a gr- of grieving children and of the benefits they obtain through support of others. Children's Grief Awareness Day is an opportunity to make sure the grieving children receive the support they need. And that comes directly from the Children's Grief Awareness Day.org website. And obviously, this is uh, very near and dear to my heart. Um, because of the fact that uh, Paige and Kyle said goodbye to their sister in January of 2019. Um, and obviously children go through uh, grief uh, a lot more frequently than uh, than anyone else, right? Generally, because they'll lose parents, they'll lose grandparents, um, they'll lose friends that are close to them. And, uh, what I've noticed is you, you think it's, um, easy to just find this, uh, grief support out there and it's, uh, it's tough. It's tough. You can find it. There's, um, several good, uh, organizations out there, depending on where you live in the United States or abroad or anywhere in the world. I am, uh, I can't 
account for what happens outside the United States, but certainly within um, within where we live, there's um, friends of Karen, very near and dear to our heart, and as well as compassionate friends, and there's camps, and uh, yeah, there's grief camps, which is, I haven't taken page, and, and, and well, Kyle's an adult now, but we didn't take page yet. Something I'm looking forward to doing now that things are opening back up. So today's episode is about connecting through grief. Many people may be wondering, well, how do you how do you connect through grief, right? I mean, yeah, it's one of those situations where um, people will talk to you or you will share a little snippet depending on where you are and where you feel comfortable in sharing your story or your child's story right and now I'm specifically talking about children's loss I mean um, parental loss right or sibling loss The act of being vulnerable is that's a tough one for for some people. It certainly was for me back in the beginning even even before Brooke got sick, I had a very hard time being vulnerable, and it wasn't until I started doing that work through the Dad's Edge Alliance and kudos to Larry Hagner and his uh wonderful, wonderful men of the d e a team for teaching me how to be more vulnerable. I had no idea. I had no idea that they, hey, you know what? Other men are going through what you're going through. And they created that space for me. So because of that and how it felt, I was able to open up. And doing that, let's be honest, after... Um, we lost Brooke. It was extremely tough to do anything like that. I didn't want to open up, even though I knew the tools. I just didn't want to because it was like, and I, you know, it, I like analogies. So for me, this is a wound that will never heal, right? It'll always be there. If you've ever had like um, you, you cut a, got a cut on your arm, your leg, or wherever, and um, you just I don't know why we do this. Maybe I'm the only weird one that does this, but when you have a wound, you touch it. It's like you want to feel that that pain, but you don't just touch it once. You you do every now and then. You touch it and you feel the pain, right? Well, the loss of losing a child or the the feeling of losing a child is that wound will never heal. It'll scab over. But every time you touch it, you'll feel it. And what I've noticed is, at least for me, and all this is just me explaining what's going on here, that happens to me, is, um, you know, those cuts run deep, and they scab over, but they never fully heal over. And sometimes the scab will come off a little bit. And you it'll bleed a little bit, and you'll you'll hurt. Something will be a trigger. Other times, you'll bump it really hard and the scab will come full off. And for me, 
that's when you just break down for no particular reason. Doesn't even have to be a trigger. Let's just be honest. Any of us have lost a child. It, um, and you know, it, it, I've lost a lot of people in my life and sometimes I felt like this. Sometimes I haven't, there's really no right or wrong, right? There really isn't. And, uh, I will tell you that because of those triggers, those moments, you start to question, or I started to question, um, and is what I'm feeling correct? Am I doing this right? Because that's just the way my mind works. I'm very logical. Am I, why am I not dreaming? Why am I, um, why am I not seeing her, um, in other things? Why am I not, uh, thinking of Brooke as often as I did? I don't want to forget her and I'll never forget her. There's no way possible for me to forget her. And as I, as I was more and more vulnerable with others, I found and met other parents who lost their children completely. I I didn't go to a group. I mean, I have gone to a group and we met this wonderful couple who also lost their child and, uh, their scab was still very new as well, but then just through normal everyday life and being willing to share, we met other couples or other parents and uh this uh, one wonderful woman that my uh that Trish was talking to um this happens to be a mother of uh, a friend of Kyle's through their conversation face to face uh it spawned um, a beautiful letter of her pouring her heart out to us and there's there's some takeaways in there that I wanted to share with you um not that I'm going to share. I'm certainly going to paraphrase here. But, you know, she explains in her own words, there's a, a great deal of pressure for us to try and do the right things, say the right things in front of other people. Sometimes we feel like we have to make other people feel more comfortable. So we have a tendency to diminish our feelings just to make them feel comfortable. Yeah, and I was certainly was doing that in the beginning, and I don't do that anymore. I don't. I'm sorry. Well, no, I'm not sorry. It is, um, it is, I am sharing my daughter's story. I am sharing me as a human. And she goes on to explain that, um, Sometimes we feel responsible for other people's feelings, and it's a lot, and we don't need to be responsible for other people's feelings. You know, you don't have to be um, rude or obnoxious, of course, but if what I'm sharing is uncomfortable, I will respect the other person if they say they don't want to listen. That's fine. That's their choice. Uh, But let's also understand that you know, it's okay. All of it is okay. 
grief is, they, they say it's a process. And I tell you, when it first happened, I just wanted to slap somebody in the face when they told me that. I was like, what the hell does that mean? It's a process. Because the way my mind works is it's linear. No, it's not linear. It's so messy. But the as I shared more and more, I found out it's okay. And you know what's amazing is that when I was sharing with other folks, they began to do the same thing. They reciprocated. They shared their moments of grief because everyone has grief in some manner or form. And it's okay. It's not about comparing. You don't compare grief. You may lean in that direction. I know I did in the beginning when... I shared that we lost Brooke and somebody shared that they lost a grandparent or they lost a father. It's how they try to connect back with you. And it's not about them trying to one-up you or, or anything like that. It's nothing nefarious. It's just them just trying to be human. And again, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. So, you know, some of the things that um, another couple we met, we were at a uh, an Airbnb on a vacation in Florida. I stayed in this uh, couple's home. Very, very lovely couple. They came and met us, and uh, they were talking with us. And normally you say, you know, they walk you through, and they say, well, you know, here's this, here's that. And they did do that. And then we happened to ask a question because we noticed on their front lawn and yeah, they actually shared their home, which was a little bit weird in the beginning and it helped, at least for me, to connect with yet another um, another group or another uh, set of parents that shared that pain. So I look at these little these little situations where God places people in my path and uh, Jeff and Sandy were definitely two people that were purposely put in our path, uh, us for them, them for us, where they, they shared the loss of their daughter, which was a different perspective. They lost their daughter later. Uh, you know, their daughter was older when she passed and they also have a lot more time had gone by since they had lost their daughter. So for me, it was a different perspective. It was hurt. It, it, it hurt. It reopened that scab. You know, it, it just popped right off. But we didn't run out the door. They didn't run out the door as we were talking. We were connecting. We were sharing. There was tears. There was laughter. There was humanity. And it was beautiful. Same with... Uh, same with Beth and uh, so many others. And I even started connecting. Um, it's like now I, I don't stop talking, right? Uh, I connected with uh, these two great people that um, I was on jury duty with, Bridget and Khan. And Bridget is... Uh, her and I were, were sharing a similar role while we're in uh, jury duty, so we're right next to each other. And hi, Bridget, because I know you're listening. Uh, so she's such a fun woman. She really 
I, I couldn't imagine doing jury duty without her now. And um, she brings this beautiful light uh, about her and people gravitate towards that light. And uh, we talk every day. Um, certainly, you know, I told her about the, the podcast and I told her about Brooke and told her about my, you know, a little bit about her and our story and everything. And she just started opening up more about stuff about her and it was beautiful. So I realized that one of the things I really want to do with this podcast is connect with you in some way and give you the ability to start thinking about how you can connect with others. You know, we as humans need that. We thrive on that. Is it uncomfortable? Yeah. That There's that scab again. Uh, and it doesn't necessarily have to be like, okay, I lost a child. You know, you can lose anybody, right? Being vulnerable is, uh, that's a very freeing thing I've noticed. Um, you know, a little bit about me when I was younger, I didn't have an empathetic bone, wasn't vulnerable, as I mentioned before. And, you know, because of that, uh, I felt the need to kind of hold all my feelings in, be strong, you know, the whole gregarious machismo BS that our, uh, that our parents grew up with. I felt the need to just say, uh, well, I'm not going to share because I don't want to get hurt. And what I've realized over the years is that being hurt is how we learn, you know, just like that's how you learn from mistakes. You don't learn from doing it right. You learn from doing it wrong. You learn from when you get hurt. And by putting that, you putting your heart on the line and opening up, you give the, uh, you, you give others the feeling that they can do the same. Because trust me, you know this. People want to. They want to share. That's why stories are so compelling. That's why we gravitate and binge watch on TV, right? Because we're eager to connect with others. You know, maybe not face-to-face, but certainly uh, through a TV, through books, through conversation. It is uh, our desire to do that. So what I wanted to you know, say next was has to do with oh, trying to complete my thoughts here, guys, so and uh, and ladies. So I've often thought about what my purpose on this planet is, and that's where I've been in since April and just also caught up with work. You know, I generally think of purpose as a singular purpose, like, okay, what is this thing I need to do today? Um, but not necessarily life purpose, right? Because the, the purpose changes depending on, at least for me, what I'm being called to do. And right now I'm being called to share my story, Brooke's story. And in uh, some future episodes, I'll go into more details about 
some experience that, that I've had. But I wanted to let everybody know that that is where I'm going with this. My my journey with this is still unfolding. It's still evolving. So bear with me. Hop on the train. Enjoy. And I hope that some of my experiences and some of my thoughts help you in some way. And hopefully you can also share this with others. Because this is just a casual conversation about my own realizations, my own experiences. So I look forward to sharing all that with you. Please take a moment and hit subscribe on this podcast wherever you listen to them. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever. In addition to that, we'd really appreciate if you can share this podcast with anyone else, your loved ones, your family, uh, your coworkers. You know, it's, uh, it's even nice to be vulnerable in the workplace, right? Share some of this stuff. You may impact someone else in a positive way. Lastly, take a moment and leave a review what you thought of that of the podcast we certainly would love to hear your comments also pop on over to the show notes and check out some of the websites and resources we're leaving with the with the podcast specifically the one around children's grief awareness day thank you love and light everyone